Welcome to Paradigm Lovecast, a portal of thought leaders from around the world supporting and bridging a new paradigm of guidance, support, and practical embodiment tools to bridge the primal, the holy, and the cosmic to radically revolutionize reality. Hello, welcome to episode 17. My name is Madeline Love and I'm going to be sharing another Gene Keys reading today. Gene Keys has been such a powerful, um, supportive tool for me in my life over the last few years and I love sharing these Gene Keys um, correlating with the specific time that we are in astrologically. And so this next Gene Key goes from January 11th to January 16th. It is the 61st gene key, which happens to be my radiance sphere in my hologenetic profile. And if you don't know what that is, you can actually go online and just Google what is my hologenetic profile. And you can put in your birth information and learn your own hologenetic profile. So this one is my radiant sphere, which is really about the, the emanation through our aura, what is our, our shadow and our gift and our city. And so this one is called the Holy of Holies. The shadow is psychosis, the gift is inspiration, and the city is sanctity. The pressure of why... A standard dictionary definition of the word psychosis might read any kind of mental defection or derangement. Generally seen as a mental affliction rooted in chemistry, psychosis is associated with disorganized thinking and delusional beliefs. Perhaps its key hallmark is that the individual is so affected is usually unaware of their affliction. There are degrees of psychosis from mild to acute. The psychoses that are recognized as the more acute forms in which human beings are unable to function in society without endangering either themselves or others. However, what the 61st shadow will show is that psychosis, which entails a loss of contact with reality, is the background consciousness of almost all human beings, including those that purport to understand the nature of the Maladi itself. At the risk of shocking the psychological community, or indeed the wider community, psychosis is in fact the ordinary state of the mass consciousness of humanity in the world today. In the 61st shadow, the true nature of the mind is obscured. The true nature of the mind is described as much as it can be described in words, in the 61st city of sanctity, where it has, is seen as emptiness, or perhaps more clearly as infinite space. However, the mind as we know it today is sick, and is sick for one reason alone, because it seeks itself. It is through the narrow gate of the 61st gene key that the great question permeates the world of human beings, the question of why. This question why is in fact an aberration caused by the limitations of our current awareness. 
It is also this question that has powered the direction taken by humanity for thousands of years, and in particular over the past few hundred years. There is a tremendous pressure within the human brain to find an answer to this question that continues to well up from the deepest reaches of our unconscious. Both right and left hemispheres of the brain grapple with an answer to this question, but both are ultimately destined to fail. The right hemisphere seeks to end the pressure through religion, while the left hemisphere seeks to end the pressure through science. The key to our failure to relieve the pressure is found in the programming partner of the 61st shadow, the 62nd shadow of intellect. The pressure from the 61st shadow is neurologically and chemically rooted directly into the human intellect, which is what turns the pressure into a question in the first place. The word why is the first word of all words, and out of it has been born all the different languages of humanity. This pairing of the 61st gene key and the 62nd gene key is a very mystical pairing. Until humanity's final evolutionary leap takes place, the quantum leap triggered through the 55th gene key, we will remain in a state of psychosis. Our minds will continue to drive us consciously or unconsciously to seek an answer to the question or try to find release from the pressure behind the question. The arc of human evolution in modern times has been fueled by this question, so you can see what a lofty purpose it serves. And yet it produces a deep dilemma. It prevents us from actually experiencing reality. As with all psychotic states, we are unaware of our own psychosis. Even those sensitive people who do become aware and can see an inevitable human slide into self-destruction are caught within the dilemma. The dilemma is that you cannot fix the psychosis from within the psychosis. The ancient civilizations called this perspective cloak thrown over the world the Maya, the great illusion. The issue of the true nature of reality is all about frequency, just as this entire work on the 64 gene keys is about frequency. Only when the frequency passing through your individual genetic coding rises to a sufficient level can you begin to perceive reality, or as William Blake famously put it, if the doors of perception were cleansed, everything would appear as it is, infinite. This is aptly demonstrated through the shift in perception that occurs between the 61st and the 62nd gene keys at the gift levels of frequency. At the very highest levels beyond that, reality is indeed experienced in all of its infinite splendor. However, at the frequency level of the mass consciousness of humanity today, the 61st shadow prevails and humanity is simply a victim of the pressure of this shadow. We will do anything and believe anything or anyone who promises to deliver us from the pressure. Thus, because it promises us respite from the pressure within our minds, religion is one of the biggest businesses on our planet. The problems with religion are not usually sourced by the founders. Those rare beings who attained the highest frequencies in the past spoke directly from the Cidic reality. But the 61st shadow holds a great single flaw, the flaw of worship. The moment you worship another, you set yourself below them in a victim position. You guarantee that your frequency will remain at that low level and be severely impaired. You need to understand here the difference between worship and devotion. 
Devotion contains the seed of individual disillusion, whereas worship requires a basic duality between you and your God. The only way to release the pressure of the 61st shadow is to step right into the heart of the pressure rather than constantly trying to make it go away. But the pressure from the 61st shadow is truly terrifying for the human intellect, which has formed an intricate mental construct around itself and called it reality. Stepping into the pure pressure from the 61st shadow will shatter the intellect completely, quite possibly inducing a state of acute psychosis in which you undergo a spiritual and or mental breakdown or breakthrough. In order for this delicate shattering process to occur safely, a person must pass through an organic preparatory period in which the hold of the human intellect and its false reality is progressively loosened. This is exactly the process referred to the 61st gift, the gift of inspiration. This pressure of the 61st shadow also feeds the scientific mind. Thus, the scientific mind is also set up to fail in delivering a release from the pressure because the question of why is an unanswerable and rhetorical question. Logic is a closed circuit system of thinking, a concept you can understand better through the 63rd gene key. Because logic always leads to stalemate, it simply cannot provide an answer to the ultimate question. Science cannot even truly answer the question of how, because how is a derivation of why. Even the most advanced scientific thinking in quantum physics can no longer find the answers within the domain of logic, and therefore logic bends its own laws, inventing dimensions that cannot be seen or proven. Today, we are witnessing the last desperate throes of the intellect as it tries to understand a question that cannot be understood intellectually. Ultimately, we will see the question can only be answered when it has become one with your consciousness, at which point it paradoxically dissolves. And so when we repress this nature we become disenchanted. Disenchantment occurs when one turns away from the pressure of the 61st shadow. The repression of the question of one's true origin leads directly to imitative, conformist behavior in the world. Disenchantment is an inner giving up that usually has its roots in our childhood conditioning. It is hiding from our own question because it terrifies us. The inner question scares us because if we pursue it, we will have to break away from all that feels comfortable. We will have to set off on a personal quest that will take us away from the status quo. Furthermore, the inner quest is a dangerous path and can only be traveled alone. When the 61st shadow is refracted through a repressive nature, these people go to the traditional route through education, religion, or science. However, deep down inside of them, the question remains and disenchantment becomes their true inner state. No matter how hard they try or how much they gain and succeed in the world, inwardly they remain unfulfilled and restless. So the reactive nature to psychosis is fanatical. The reactive human nature becomes obsessed by the question coming through the 61st shadow. 
Rather than pass through the gauntlet of the 61st gift, these people become frozen and fixed on a single answer to their inner question. Some people find a safe and comfortable place in the structure, leader, creed, or direction to which they've become attached. What they do is place an intellectual answer over the top of the question, and they build their reality around that answer. By rigidly holding on to their answer, they also have to deal with the psychologic dilemma of having found the only true answer to the great question of existence. They become fanatical about their discovery and usually become some form of a missionary in its further propagation in the world. Beneath the surface of every reactive nature is a well in security that bubbles to the surface as anger. This anger further protects them from having to deal with the true question within them. And just an invitation to take a breath into this shadow of psychosis, repressing and becoming disenchanted, reacting, becoming fanatical, um, specifically because this is a part of my radiance. I've definitely experienced both the repressive and reactive nature pretty deeply in my life um, when I was not in tune with myself and who I am as a soul, but really seeking externally and specifically, you know, why? Why am I here? What can give me security to make me feel safe, to make me feel like I know what I'm doing here and that I know the answer? Um, I definitely found myself, you know, going to religious organizations and being in church. And, and even though I did that because it felt like, well, this is the equation that's been given to me. I do A and B and I will get C. I go to church. I confess my sins. I repent. And then I will be saved. And I was in that life for a really long time until I discovered the distortion in it. As my life began to change and I began to see more truth. And so as we integrate the shadow of psychosis, we begin to unlock the gift of inspiration. God is pressure. Inspiration is what happens when you stop worshiping God and you start becoming God. The 61st gift of inspiration may sound like a common enough attribute, but the reality of this gift is far from comfortable. Inspiration refers to a process that is very different from our normal understanding of the word. The word inspiration derives from the ancient Indo-European word for breath and is connected to the Latin spiritus, also meaning breath. The process of inspiration is a gradual re releasing of your inner breath through the fabric of your reality and out into the world. Despite its wonderful creative manifestations in the world, inspiration involves a powerful dismantling of the inner realities that have been built by your mind. 
inspiration begins when you place yourself directly in the firing line of the inner question that lies within each human being. The ancient Chinese named the 61st hexagram inner truth as a pictographic symbol that represents that which is hidden deep within us. The path of inspiration often begins as an outer quest as you seek answers from the outside world through systems, teachers, and disciplines. In the beginning, inspiration comes to you sporadically in flashes in which you fleetingly perceive the nature of reality in a distilled form. Sometimes inner truth may be revealed to you for longer periods. Such shattering and powerful experiences usually alter the path of one's destiny. What separates inspiration from other heightened experiences is that after inspiration you are permanently altered. Even a brief flash of true inspiration will change the way your awareness operates. Through inspiration you're being prepared for an even greater experience than you can yet conceive. The path through the 61st gift is a necessary and very creative path since true inspiration destroys some aspect of your inner delusion, thus releasing a great surge of trapped energy into your body and life. Such energy naturally seeks an outlet through creativity. Creativity is the single most important gift for drawing humanity out of its mass psychosis. It unlocks latent forces of inspiration inside of you, pulling you away from a state of victimization. Inspiration and creativity have their challenges, however. The main one for human beings is patience. Inspiration cannot be forced or predicted, but comes when it comes and stays for as long as it stays. In between these heightened inspirational states, you may well be, be become dejected or depressed. However, at a certain level of frequency, you will reach a plateau, and at this level, the inspiration itself gives you enough energy to maintain a heightened state. Once again, the key is some form of creative process. By its very nature, the gift of inspiration is spiritual because it serves to loosen the hold of your mental constructs, opening and expanding your capacity for love. Alongside the 61st gift, the 62nd gift of precision enables the wordless experience of inspiration to be expressed in a language that others can understand. The 62nd gift of precision is adept at expressing the mystery of life with great intelligence, beauty, and economy, which the 62nd is my purpose. One of the hallmarks of the 61st gift in action is the originality of its expression and the seamlessly endless stream of its activity in the world. Deep within the person, in the midst of such a process, something extraordinary is occurring. Their hold on reality, as they know, is slipping. Many people are not able to let go during these stages and cling to the forms they have begun to create in the world. Those who can continuously release the definitions of their reality do begin to enter a more rarefied realm. They enter a stream of consciousness in which inspiration begins to annihilate their lower mind. At this stage, it may appear as though a greater being is somehow taking over your life. You may not know it, but you are approaching a door, the door to the greatest secret known to humanity, 
the door to the divine. One of the greatest statements ever made concerning the nature of divinity is the mystical axiom, God is pressure. This revelation powerfully describes the process whereby the inner truth hidden within human beings is unlocked. You are a pressure machine. Deep inside your body, the pressure of the mystery of your being beats in the heart of every single molecule of living DNA. Through its associated codon ring, the ring of Gaia, this 61st gene key represents a mystery hiding in every single unit of matter in the universe. This mystery is the mystery of Christ consciousness, that quintessence of inner light that holds all things together. It is the creative evolutionary process that gradually unveils this inner light. Through the ring of Gaia, we can see how our ecosystem, the living, breathing diversity of the blue-green planet and all of its life forms, is destined to discover its own inner truth as one entity. This codon ring shows that evolution is a force that is breaking out from inside us and that to unlock its secrets, we have only to look inward. Hmm, just another invitation for breath. Breathing this gift of inspiration, this gift of breath, the breath of spirit. Our creativity unlocking, expressing itself in the world, unraveling the constructs that we've created and held on to that are an illusion. And as we fully activate this gift of inspiration, we begin to unlock the city of sanctity. Entering the unknowable. In arriving at the 61st city, we approach a great mystery, the mystery of life itself. The inspiration pouring through the higher reaches of the 61st gift is a stream of sparks from a great transformation occurring within every human being who approaches the inner door. As we have seen, the manifestations of inspiration are unimportant to the one who's truly inspired. These manifestations are simply the myriad colors of the experience itself, and as such are wonderful to those outsiders who are witnessing the process. Sooner or later, however, inspiration comes to an end. The process exhausts itself as it throws out all the mythic identities contained within your DNA. As you enter the field of the 61st city, a huge pregnant silence descends and all your mental activity abruptly ceases. Here, inner truth resides. In Western mythic traditions, this is the place and is called by many names. The Ark of the Covenant, the Grail Castle, the Holy of Holies the celestial palace. In the East, it is generally described as a state, enlightenment, nirvana, samadhi, or some such term. The 61st city is neither a place nor a state. It is the inner experience of sanctity, of being one with the divine. Within this city, true reality dawns. 
The pressure that creates humanity's mass psychosis is no longer routed directly into the human brain, but is refused and rerouted through the solar plex system, which houses a far more advanced system of awareness. Once the pressure of awareness is removed from the brain, the question of why finally ceases, and all other questions emerging from it, such as how and who will also die. However, the pressure must go somewhere, and it, indeed it does. Through the medium of the solar plexus center, it goes everywhere. It is through the constantly vibrating wave frequencies emerging from the solar plexus that awareness is carried beyond the body into every corner of the universe. You immediately find yourself both completely empty and yet endlessly full. The experience of sanctity is paradoxically an experience with no experiencer and is one of the greatest mysteries of evolution. Once it has been entered into, it cannot end and must be differentiated from all other mystical experiences or higher visionary states. Such states occur at the higher reaches of the 61st gift. A human being in whom the 61st city is being revealed is nothing but a human vehicle manifesting pure universal awareness. This state of sanctity is the underlying nature of reality, and until you come to rest with it, you are always asleep. For those of us outside of this realization, such a person seems to be a god. They ripple with divinity and exude the strange, unearthly essence that humans refer to as holiness. They emit a frequency of such availability and at the same time such power that we find them either irresistible or terrifying. These are the people who we, in our psychosis, defy and worship. We do so to our detriment because the whole point of such a presence among us is to demonstrate the fact of every human being's inner divinity. For one of us to settle into the realization of our inherent divinity, all we need to do is to entertain another who has already realized this inner truth. The being within the 61st city no longer knows any difference between you and him or her. Because this state of consciousness has always existed and will always exist within every aspect of the universe, such a person cannot help you in any way. They simply serve as a mirror of your own inherent divinity. So to be in the presence of the 61st city in another is no guarantee of anything and in some respects can lead to more confusion. What really has to occur is the deep understanding inside you that you are asleep and this understanding can be greatly f facilitated by a mirror. However, to remain with that mirror frequently leads to worship of the mirror which prevents your own realization. This is why, for example, the Buddhists say that if you meet the Buddha along the road, you must kill him. The 61st city is about living life without answers. It is about simply becoming the mystery of who you are. Only when all answers finally fall away does the inner truth dawn. If there is a city that negates all words, descriptions, and answers, it is the 61st city. Life is a mystery. Enlightenment is a mystery. Inner truth is a mystery. No matter what you do to try to solve the mystery, you will never come closer. 
There is no attitude you can adopt in response to the mystery, since all such things are subtle attempts at solving it. You simply must come to realize that you know absolutely nothing, and this profound revelation can only occur in its own way, in its own time. For humanity in its current phase of evolution, the 61st city can only cause infuriation. It is better that we forget all about it and bring our focus to the gift level where a mind at least has something to grasp and something to aim for. Once you have pulled yourself clear of your psychosis, it is simply a matter of time before the city also arrives. The vehicles we currently inhabit are extremely limited in terms of their awareness operating system, which favors the development of the mind. Therefore, we must respect the phase of evolution through which we are passing and enjoy what lies before us. The 61st city is really a matter of luck at this stage. If the vehicle you are sitting in happens to mutate, then you are in luck. The future, however, holds a different story. The 61st city will become far more commonplace in the next few hundred years because humanity is in the process of making a quantum leap. The children who will begin to arrive on this planet will carry this city of sanctity in their bones. They will radiate it through every pore, and they will carry it out in the world with them. They will be the living embodiment of life's mystery, a life's potential in form. They will bring balance back in the world that will see the mind cease its turbulent search for an ultimate answer. In the final analysis, we are the answer. Hmm, another invitation for a breath. Breath into the city of sanctity. Hmm. Feeling into this awareness of when we stop seeking, when we're in that space of truly becoming the mystery, not having any answers or not needing to seek the answers it's that place that place of being in this void of the mystery and knowing that all of life is a paradox and when we can be in that place and that acceptance of the mystery knowing that we really don't know anything that's when this emanation can come through us and I really feel like that space of, of knowing that we don't know is the best place that we can really be. You know, I mean, even when you do look at science, science has proven that observing something changes the molecules of the matter just by observing it, let alone if we are imprinting our thoughts into it or others are externally and then just like the mystery of what occurs in life without hardly any effort um, I'm going to read a little quote that came through the other day written by Paul Davies it says in the laboratory we can see daily things that come into existence and disappear that pop into existence out of nowhere, and then fade away. These are subatomic particles, 
So it is all on a pretty small scale, but we can imagine that if we apply quantum physics to the universe as a whole, the entire thing, all the matter, energy, and space could come into existence out of nowhere spontaneously as a gigantic quantum fluctuation. Quantum physics contribution is that of a universe that is not predetermined, but an evolutionary pattern that's governed by probabilities, which creates a true openness. And when I read that quote, it just, it really just like blew my mind of, of like how miracles and quantum leaps actually can occur through no direct, even intention of our own. Or maybe it is intention that can cause that, but also knowing that just miracles can just spontaneously happen, that it's happening in every moment, that life is a miracle, our breath is a miracle, it's a miracle that we are in bodies during this time on the planet. I mean, really think about all of the ancestors on each side of your family that had to come together just so that you can be in a body and have the DNA that you have during this specific time on the planet. You could have incarnated in any other time, and you have. And right now, your consciousness, your soul is residing in this body that's listening to these words right now, and it is an absolute miracle to have that, to have our breath, to have our spirit. And so as we surrender into the mystery, that is when we're able to actually allow miracles to come in to our life. And when we're in that state of allowance, in that state of the mystery, then that emanates out of our being and can activate that in other people and support them and manifesting miracles in their life so thank you for listening today please share with someone who you feel this may support and sending you a lot of love and blessings this week thank you deeply to all of our supporters for making this love cast possible during such potent times for humanity